Get ready for a whole new dimension. Party entertainment. Moving entertainment history. Where talent and technological advances combine to change the party experience forever. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your mix master, DJ Professor Lee. Professor Lee. Hey, what's up, everybody? I hope you all are having a great day today. I'm having a good day. Man, oh man, it is cold, baby. I don't know what how cold it is where you are, but we'll need to talk about that because down where I am, man, it is it is freezing. At any rate, you know what time it is. It's 7:30. So if it's 7.30 and you hear the sound of my voice, that means you're tuned in to the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. That's right. Every Monday night, 7.30, we get it going on, and tonight is no different. Yeah, we got a great show for you. we got some great music. We've got a TTT moment coming up for you in a little while. We've got some fun facts that we'll share with you, and we might even have someone call into the studio, and we'll chat with them a little bit. Uh, that's a little uncertain, but hey, we're just going to be here anyway. So, at any rate, let's get into a little bit more music, and then I'll come back and talk to you a little bit about what happened this past weekend. We had a really, 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 really good time. Again, you're listening to the TTT Radio Network. And I'm your boy, DJ Professor Lee. I just 
So thank you. Thank you again for joining in with uh, me tonight here on the TTT Radio Network. And um, yeah, we had a fantastic weekend, my wife and I. Um, I mentioned to you last week that we were uh, going to go to a dance convention. I, I guess that's the, what you would call it. It really, it wasn't really a dance. Well, yeah, it was a dance convention. Um, a shag dance convention. Last week, the whole focus of the show, the whole topic of the show was shag music. I played a bunch of shag music and I talked about some of the artists, talked about the history of shag a little bit. And um, so when at this event that we went to, uh, it's it's um, that's all it was about. Everybody was dancing shag and it was held in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which is only about an hour just a little over an hour from where we live. And as it turned out, um, turns out, I should say, Myrtle Beach is kind of like the mecca for shag dancing. It's kind of like where it really, really got its boost. Uh, shag dancing actually started in North Carolina and South Carolina. And right near where I live, Wilmington was one of the hubs uh, where people used to dance it a lot because uh, right in this area in Wilmington, North Carolina, there we're within... Um, driving distance of about 20 minutes of five different beaches. So with that amount of water, that, um, that amount of beaches and the little restaurants and clubs that pop up around these types of uh, locations, you can see how uh, something like that would catch on and become very popular with the, with the, with the college crowd, the high school kids, the kids who are looking for their spring break, looking for things to do and don't want to fly all the way down to Fort Lauderdale or Miami, where they typically go. So yeah, um, here in North North Carolina, we 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 dance it, and and uh, so my wife and I wanted to just get a little bit of a, a booster shot. I guess that's what you would call it. You know, we've been dancing for a long time, and but we don't dance shag all that much. We dance a lot of salsa and uh, bachata. And we dance a lot of swing. Let's West Coast swing and cha-cha, things like that. But um, shag is new, very new. So um, what I did like about uh, going down to this convention, it's called the SOS, by the way. The SOS stands for Society of Stranders. That's kind of like their moniker. And I like that. It's pretty cool, SOS. And... Um, that whole area, Myrtle Beach, that whole area is completely devoted to shag dancing. Every restaurant you go in, every bar you go in has got pictures on the wall of the old time shag dancers and the bands. And they've got, you know, albums all over the walls and signatures of different artists who've come through there. And one of the things that was really cool is that there was a lot, there were a lot of bands playing. Bands and DJs. And sometimes in the same venue, you'd have a band on one side and you'd have a DJ on the other side. So you can go back and forth between the different places. And then not only that, we went dancing primarily at this hotel. <coughs> Excuse me. And we had a hard time catching up with some of our friends because they were all dancing at different facilities. So um, I guess the more you get used to what's happening, the more you will know where your friends are. And so you can kind of go and hang out with them. But <laughs> at any rate, let's see what else is going on here. Yeah, so that was about it. And so tonight, um, this is not going to be Shag Part 2. 
but I'm going to kind of keep it swingy tonight, kind of in the tradition of Shag. I uh, got a lot of compliments last week on the show. People were enjoying the music. And not only that, uh, for those, some of you, you may be listening in to the podcast version of the show. That's right. Yeah, we post the show on a podcast right now. We used to do a rebroadcast, and uh, that was okay. But you, you couldn't rebroadcast it all the time. And so even though you would do a rebroadcast, people would still miss the show. So now we uh, we brought we uh, post the show as a podcast uh, at the TTT Radio uh, Network podcast. And we're listed on Spreaker.com. Spreaker is spelled S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. And you know, I just rem- just remembered I was going to post the link on the um, website, and I forgot to do it. So I'll try to make sure I get that up before the next show. But yeah, you can go and you can listen to the last five or six podcasts or shows. So um, if you miss it tonight, or if someone misses it tonight, they can listen to it tomorrow, the next day, for up to a month, maybe maybe longer. All right? So definitely check out the TTT Radio Network podcast. There's some other things over there on that podcast as well. We have uh, DJ 101, where DJ Edwin Alvarez and I, we get together and we just talk about our experiences being DJs and our love for the craft of DJing. And, um, you know, he will interview people, I will interview people. And so if you're a DJ and want to be on our DJ 101, hit us up sometime. You know, we'll get you on the show. At any rate, I mentioned to you um, that we're going to stay in the swing mood a little bit. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So I'm going to hit you up with some Jailhouse Rock by the Blues Brothers. And there's a, there's a little history behind this here.
could be giving, getting some um, some uh, royalties here because uh, I uh, I'm going to actually say the name of a few of the venues that we actually did uh, that we actually spent some time at. We actually spent time shopping down there. <laughs> That's right. If you ever get a chance to go down to Myrtle Beach, definitely, definitely, definitely stop into Judy's House of Oldies. What a find that was. I mean, I guess I shouldn't have been shocked that there was a store that was just dedicated to the whole idea of shaggers and shag dancing. And this store, Judy's House of Oldies, which is located on 300 Main Street in uh, North Myrtle Beach, you can buy dance shoes, all kinds of dance shoes, not just dance shoes for shaggers, um, but you can buy dance shoes for ballroom if that's what you do, Latin, uh, swing, tango, and uh, they also have clothing as well. And what I really like, being a DJ, they have tons of music, shag specific, swing specific, blues specific. And I mean, like they have like, two whole walls, like just covered with uh, CDs that you can buy. And uh, the interesting thing about uh, this music, which really got me excited, is that a lot of the music is what they call B-side music. That's the letter B, as in boy, B-side music. Uh, this is music that never made it to the charts, to the top charts. Maybe didn't get picked up by the billboards, but nevertheless had wide play in their local areas. So all the local people know the bands, they know the songs, and uh, what a refreshing find it was for someone like me who comes out, comes from a, a completely different background. It was like I was a baby in a candy shop looking at all the different names of tracks and artists. And I, I, I only bought one CD. <laughs> I only bought one CD and um, and unfortunately, well, it's a long story. I'll tell you about this, the CD. I can't play the CD. We'll just we'll just say that, say that much. I'll tell you about it a little bit later, maybe. At any rate, um, so yeah, uh, music paraphernalia. I got a nice dance bag. When I say dance bag, it's just a bag that you use to put your shoes in. Hey. You know, I'm a bag guy. You know, I'm a gadget guy. I sometimes joke with my friend DJ Ray that I'm going to change my DJ name to DJ Gadget. Senor Gadget. <laughs> right? Because I love gadgets. Well, that's that's number one. But I also love bags. I, have, I love shoulder bags, man bags, uh, briefcases, bags for my gear. So... Um, Makes sense that I have some bags for my shoes, or a bag for my shoe. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I forgot to mention to you that that song, that last song I played, Jailhouse Rock, that is a song, I mentioned it was uh, by the Blues Brothers, Dana Aykroyd and um, John Belushi. Do you remember them? Remember those guys? What performers they were, right? They would wear all black and... You know, they'd have the hats and the black hats and the, the black shades and everything. Well, when that movie came out, they had quite a number of artists um, or, or writers and producers who collaborated on the music and the score for that movie. And one of those collaborators on this particular track 
was none other than James Brown. That's right, the performer, James Brown. And James Brown is actually our TTT moment focus tonight. So I'll be playing some music by James Brown and probably pay a, play a cover by James Brown at some point so that um, you, know, you can uh, hear some of his great music. And this song that I played, uh, Jailhouse Rock, I'm not sure what his contribution was, but uh, one thing you should know about James Brown is that his musical style was so unique at the time that one, uh, I think Barry Gordy Jr., he said that, you know, James Brown is a, is a musical genre unto himself. Now, that's pretty, that's, that's quite a compliment coming from someone like Barry Gordy, you know, Motown, that's what we're talking about here. At any rate, I'm doing a lot of talking to here tonight, and uh, so I'm going to put something on a little bit different. For those of you who have not heard the Zydeco before, uh, I'm going to play a little Zydeco tonight, probably play a little reggae tonight as well. This is the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show, and, and I like to mix it up a little bit. I mentioned last week, it was all shag. week before that, I think we were all funk and disco. So we're going to get more back into the variety of type format. Play a little bit of this, play a little bit of that. I haven't played any Latin music in a long time. Maybe we'll throw a little Latin in tonight. We'll see how that goes too, all right? At any rate, here is some Zydeco. And this the Zydeco is um, from uh, New Orleans, but it's danced all over. Check this out. I think you'll like it.
isn't that some happy music? That's Cajun Zydeco right there. That was Keith Frank. Oh, man. My wife and I would go to concerts um, and festivals where they would be playing that kind of music all weekend long. Oh, man. You, you stood outside and it'd be outdoors, too. And, of course, sometimes it'd be so hot that, you know, you'd be standing outside and um, they'd have a tent, big tent, you know, like, a, like, a, like I'm going to say it's probably 2,000 square foot tent covered, you know, with a dance floor underneath. And uh, if you were standing outside in the sun, you were looking under the tent, you could see the heads just bouncing up and down to that music. Um, great crowd, friendly people. So we really love it. And we've done that with salsa too, you know? So, you know, a lot of these dances, that, that, that's the thing that we like about dancing is that it, it's kind of like, um, it's like the human experience to keep yourself young and, uh, and, and vital. You know, even if you're, even if you can't dance all that much, you know, the, 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 you know, the structured dances, if you can just kind of get up and move around and tap your foot and not bob your head up and down, uh, that's all good. At any rate, um, I just wanted to say one more thing about, um, some of the venues and things that we discovered when we were down in Myrtle Beach. I had mentioned in my last segment, uh, Judy's House of Oldies, definitely check them out, 300 Main Street, North Myrtle Beach. Um, they do have a website, www.judyshouseofoldies.com. That's www.judy's, you know, judyshouseofoldies.com. And uh, it says, for all your beach and shag music. <laughs> and it lists uh, Judy, Jenny, Jerry, and Miss Esther. So definitely check them out. Another thing you should do now, this, my radio show is not a shag show specifically. And, uh, but I am thinking of programming a shag hour. And, but for those of you who really love shag, you like listening to shag, maybe you want to know more about what's going on in the shag world. Uh, on Live 365, you can um, look up the SOS radio. That's right. I didn't realize they actually had a radio station on Live 365. That's the same server that we use. Uh, so look up SOS radio and you will find um, the sound of uh, sound of the strand. That's what it's that's what it stands for. Uh, they have the best beach shag, swing, and R&B music of North Myrtle Beach. So you'll have to tune into their station to um, make sure that you can listen to their music. And you can also find them on TuneIn on your smart speaker. <laughs> and you can also find it on Google Home. Just say, play Sound of the Strand on TuneIn Radio. That's right. And uh, your device, I won't say her name. We'll find it and, and just play it for you. They have a website also. It's www.soundofthestrand.com. That's right, www.soundofthestrand.com. That, 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 that actually kind of rhymes there, you know? Soundofthestrand.com. Also, they do have a Twitter feed. Now, I'm not too much on Twitter, so hopefully I don't read this right, but it's at Sound of Strand, at Sound of Strand, hashtag Sound of Strand, I think that's how you say it, all right? At any rate, so um, we're doing pretty good. I just wanted to let you know, you're listening to the TTT Radio Network. That's right, we're a radio station, plays music 365 days out of the year, 24 seven. 
and we are a legal radio station. We make sure that all the artists and artists and uh, the uh, performers, uh, Alban art arts, the artists and the um, art the uh, the musicians and the art people put put together the albums and do the composing. All of those people need to get paid, and the only way they can get paid is if people buy their music. Well, some of this music you can't actually buy in your regular store. Some of it you can get on Amazon. You should look it up. And we post the album artwork whenever we can as part of our deal. And so you can buy that good music if you'd like. Also, um, you know, just go to some of those websites that I just mentioned to you and you can probably find some great music there as well. But um, we want to make sure that everybody gets paid. And so we pay all the licensing and royalty fees to make sure that we stay legal and we can continue to play the great music that you enjoy. I see we have some listeners out there, so thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. I know DJ Ray, he's in the house. DJ Ray has a show every Sunday afternoon from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Que suene la salsa is what it is. And he throws down some great music all afternoon. So if you haven't checked out his show, definitely check out his show. And he's really he's really on a roll with his format. You know, not only does he play great music, but he adheres to the TTT Radio Network philosophy, which is our DJs talk to you. We're real DJs. We're real people. A real DJ is a real person. It's not just a person who has some big speakers and a microphone and uh, lots of music. Uh, a real DJ, in my opinion, is someone who actually has a personality, somebody that you can get to know, you can get to like, you can have a conversation with, and uh, maybe even call in and talk to them on the show sometime. So, um, yes, that's right. So check out DJ Ray on Sunday afternoons and tune into his show, Que Suene La Salsa. All right, we also have another show on Wednesdays, Wednesday night, Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m., we got the Music Factory with DJ DNA and MX Chalk, along with Keith Speets. And they do a, an R&B and hip-hop show, and they also mix it up a little bit, too. I've kind of joked that they're kind of like the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show Junior. <laughs> Their show is very different than mine. It's not exactly like mine, but they do a variety of music. But they're younger, you know, these are young guys over there, and so they have a, a little bit different feel for the music, which is a refreshing feel. And so, yeah, you can definitely, if you like hip-hop, the clean stuff, definitely check them out, and they will play that for you all night on Wednesday night from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. They have guests that stop in from time to time. They have call-ins. They do contests. A lot of fun at the Music Factory on Wednesday nights. All right. So again, I've been doing a lot of talking. So uh, let's see, what else we got coming up here now? Well, this next track I'm going to play is in fact a, um, it's a shag, shag genre, right? So I'm going to play a little shag. So let's see if you enjoy this track here. Check it out. This is uh, uh, Waiting on Love and the artist's name is Dink Perry. Dink spelled D-I-N-K, Perry. Here we go. I'm waiting on love, waiting on love, when's it gonna come? Yes, I'm waiting for the kiss, you told me that I would be feeling. I keep waiting for the jump, 
So some of you swingers out there, your hustle people, you probably have not heard that song, I bet. So that's good. That's uh, that's one of those tracks I was mentioning to you is like one of those uh, one of those B tracks uh, that you just don't hear uh, on your regular radio stations. But um, hey, it's people are out there listening to it. But let's keep it going a little bit more with a little bit more music. This uh, slightly different switch to the genre. This is still swing, but this is more of a a West Coast type of swing, which um, shaggers look like West Coast swingers, and West Coast swingers can sometimes look like shaggers, but there are definitely some differences between the two dances. But the music is all the same, everybody, so hope you're enjoying it.
so blessed Back in your corner, sugar, sugar, don't stress Forget about the rest, let's coincide I'm back in your zone, baby, back in your vibe Now it can't be denied, I can't lie, I'm on ya And never ever wanna say sayonara Somebody told me that the grass was greener On the other side, on the lake, arriba Never really intended on being a cheater What I gotta do to be your keeper These words coming out the speaker Trill love is off the meter Network worldwide. Yeah, so um, so if you don't know about hip hop, if you don't know if you like hip hop, um, that basically was hip hop. And some people would say, well, that's just new R&B. No, that was more of a hip hop track. It wasn't rap, but it has that funky beat to it. And uh, West Coast Swingers can dance to it. Uh, shaggers can dance to it. Um, s- People who like to mix up their swing with a little bit of cha-cha, they can dance to it. So a lot of lot of good stuff out there. Uh, let's see. Okay, what I got going on for you here? Again, we've got a couple more listeners tuning in. So thank you for tuning in to the radio show. We didn't do any advertising today. Um, we've been doing some battling here with... Uh, our advertising, trying to figure out what is the best way to get the word out about our radio shows and our radio station. And uh, <clears throat> of course, social media seems like the way to go to try to get the information about what we are doing to the people who are likely to listen. 
But it's kind of an uphill battle because um, the major social network that most people are on is not very user-friendly to anyone who is advertising um, any kind of an event. I don't, I don't know how... Um, I don't know what works for people who are actually advertising, say, like uh, a picnic or something like that, or a family reunion or birthday party. I have a funny feeling that the algorithms are very sophisticated and somehow it can sniff out what is actually written and then it makes some kind of a judgment as to who will see the post and um, how many people uh, will see the posts and, and all of that stuff, which seems a little counterproductive, especially when you are talking about small types of um, organizations like the TTT Radio Network. Uh, we don't make any money doing this. It's all done you know, for the love of it. And so the more people we have listening, the more we could perhaps get some sponsors and uh, contributions to help the show. And that would keep us on the air. So, uh, we're, so we're struggling with that. So if you are listening in and you'd like to make a contribution um, in kind to the TTT Radio Network, just send me a back channel message and I'll let you know how to do that. And you can do that with any of the DJs. Um, you know, maybe we'll do some kind of um, fundraiser, some kind of a contest or something like that, just to help offset some of the operating costs. Uh, nobody's going to get rich on any of this stuff here. In fact, um, you know, <laughs> we do it because we're DJs and we like playing music. And this just gives us another opportunity to share what we love with the rest of the world. All right. So um, we'll let you know. You can just send me a back channel message. Let me know, hey, how do I help? How do I become a sponsor of the TTT Radio Network? And we'll let you know how you can do that. Any little bit would help. And, um, you know, we'll definitely give you a shout out and we'll definitely um, uh, make sure that people know that you contributed. And that's if you if you want. I mean, if you want to do it anonymously or you just want us to know about it and not have a big whoop to do about it, that's perfectly fine as well. All right. So we're going to um, do a little bit more. And then when we come back, I think we're going to get let's see. Yeah, we're going to get into our TTT moment when we come back after we're going to pay play two tracks, and then we're going to come back with our TTT moment. So enjoy. Burn it just slow. 
me some George Michael. Yeah, he's got that funky beat, and again, that's uh, I you know that's kind of like an R and B, you know, kind of a, in the in a new in a new style. I think that's what you would call it. Um, it's hard to know how to classify music these days because. You normally you would think, well, what did the music, you know, what did the label call it? Well, the labels mis mislabel the music all the time. I can't tell you how many times I've purchased a uh, like a salsa track and it'll be labeled merengue or something like that. And uh, when it comes to like R&B and music of that genre, forget about it. You know, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of, um, you know, different different tracks that have different uh, feel, you know, different a different vibe. And it could be R&B, but yet it could be labeled under something else. And so it's really hard to it's really hard to say. At any rate, uh, let's see. We are now at the point where we're going to talk about our TTT moment. Uh, so let me get situated here. So what is the TTT moment? Well, first of all, you should know that you are listening to live radio. And when you listen to live radio, it is what it is. So that means you are right here in the studio with me. And if I have to turn away from the mic for a second, you will probably hear it. If I, if I drop something on the floor, you'll probably hear it. <laughs> if I'm chewing gum and pop it too loud, you'll probably hear that as well. And um, so the TTT moment is where I turn to a different computer uh, other than my DJ one. And I read a little bit and talk a little bit to you about specific artists who make some of the music that we... Uh, we love to listen to, and in my case, um, dance to. So I'm going to head on over to Studio B, and I don't think there's anybody over there, and we're going to just talk a little bit about our TTT moment person. So hang tough for a second. I'll be right back here with you. Hold on. All right, so that wasn't hard. Now was it? That wasn't uh, that wasn't too bad. I am now in Studio B, and Studio B has a nice, uh, nice computer. Oh man, I like this computer. I should uh, I should move this to my main setup here. Let's see how are my volumes here. It looks like my volumes are pretty good. My levels got good levels here, and got a little compression here. Maybe back off on the EQ just a little bit. All right, so the reason we came over here is because we're going to talk about our TTT moment person. And that person happens to be none other than James Brown. James Brown was born on May 3rd, 1933. And as you know, he is an American singer. He's a dancer. I mean, he did a lot of stuff. He produced records, meaning he actually took the, took the lead in producing some of his own records. He was a band leader. And he was like one of the driving forces behind what we all think of as funk music. And um, I think anyone who came out of that era or who likes the music from that era um, would definitely agree that he is a major figure 
of, the, of shaping music for the 20th century, and also dance. And um, he was often referred to as the godfather of soul, and he had a career that lasted over 50 years. So, you know, just, just with the work that he did as a performer, as an artist, he influenced, he influenced a lot of different genre of music, not just, not just R&B, not just Motown and all that stuff. It's just a lot. He actually, James Brown is who we're talking about. If you just tuned in, James Brown is, uh, he started out as a gospel singer in Georgia. He joined an R&B vocal group, the Gospel Starlights, which kind of evolved into another group called the Flames. And that group was founded by uh, none other than the famous singer, Bobby Bird, in which uh, which he was the lead singer. So first coming to national public, public attention in the 1950s, uh, James Brown, he was uh, kind of cast into the start into the uh, limelight by being the lead singer of that famous song. If you remember uh, James Brown, please, 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 and try me. <laughs> he was just one of these guys who was just like tireless in his ability to just go on and on and on. He's like the 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 human energizer, but uh, energizer buddy bunny. So. James Brown probably peaked somewhere in the mid-60s or early 60s, you know, with his live album, um, Live at the Apollo, you know, and from that album came Papa's Got a Brand New Bag, I Got You, I Got, I Feel Good, uh, It's a Man's World, all of that was from that album. So over his career, he, he and this is pretty amazing, he, he, uh, James Brown recorded 17 singles that reached number one on the Billboard R&B charts. Wow. That's amazing. I don't. I don't know how many artists can lay claim to that. Seventeen singles that reached number one on the Billboard R&B charts. He also also holds the record for the most singles listed on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, which did not reach number one. So uh, that tells you a little something about his his creative genius. Uh, James Brown is ranked as number one in the top 500 artists. So of all time, he's he's like ranked as number one. He's also ranked seventh on the Music Magazine's Rolling Stones list of his 100 greatest artists of all time. And uh, Rolling Stones, you know, that, that, that magazine, cited Brown as the most sampled artist of all time. So if you're not familiar with what sampled artist is, it means that the artists themselves, you know, like James Brown, might not be actually singing on a particular track, but uh, other um, performers will take um, his scream, or they'll take his words, you know, hit me, you know, stuff like that, and they'll kind of add it to their music. So you'll hear, man, that sounds like James Brown singing in the background. Well, that's what they call a sample. DJs use samples also. You know, when we're playing a song, you know, we'll play something, hey, Mr. DJ, and that might be just a sample that we play. So, um, yeah, the most, uh, most um, his music is the most sampled of artists of all time. Wow. So, as I mentioned, he was born in May of 1933 in South Carolina. And um, his name, you know, his <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was named um, Joseph James Brown Jr. But his first and middle names were mistakenly reversed on his birth certificate. <laughs> so he, he legally changed his name to remove the junior. 
<laughs> and in his autobiography, Brown stated that he also had Chinese and Native American, Native American ancestry. Uh, this probably be true. I mean, he had a very, a very unique look about him. So he was probably a mix of something. Um, his father was a mix of African American and Native American descent, while his mother was a mix of African American and Chinese descent. Very interesting. All right. So I have a track. This is one of um, pr probably a classic track by James Brown that I'm going to play. And um, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about James Brown as part of our TTT moment. And um, I'll tell you a little bit about the next song after this one plays and also why we play this song rather than, say, another James Brown song. All right. So here's Papa's Got a Brand New Bag. Check it out. got a brand new bag so <laughs> that's probably the song that most people um, think about when they think about James Brown uh, that's a kind of a, an iconic song um, and uh, even the young kids probably will know that song whether they like it or not or dance to it I don't know but uh, um, I still play it every so often I still have good fond memories of listening to that song Mr. James Brown so um, a little bit more about James Brown then we're gonna play one more track so when uh, James Brown was a teenager, um, he had a brief career as a boxer. And I, and I knew that. Yeah, I knew that he was a fighter, man. He used to get into a lot of scraps, and uh, he was a tough, tough guy. At the age of 16, he was convicted of robbery and sent to a juvenile detention center. And, uh, and there he formed a gospel quartet with four fellow cellmates. Um, while he was in, incarcerated, he met singer Bobby Bird, which I mentioned earlier, 
And the, the two ended up, uh, how they met was they were playing baseball <laughs> outside of the prison. And uh, um, Bird discovered that Brown could sing. And after hearing of this guy that everybody called uh, the Magic Box, um, which is the name that everybody gave James Brown when he was uh, singing back then, um, Bird decided to give him a chance. And so Bobby Bird has claimed that he and his family helped to secure an early release for James Brown and uh, to get him out of prison. He promised that he would only sing for the Lord. <laughs> oh, man, how did that work out? <laughs> yeah, he had, a, he had a rough career. and But uh, so... Eventually, after he got out of prison, he joined uh, Bobby Bird's group right around 1954. And then that group evolved from Gospel Starlighters, to, um, which was an a cappella group. You know, an a cappella group is when they sing uh, a song, but there's no instruments. The, the, the musical voice is the instrument. Or, and um, so that group went through a number of different changes. And then finally, the group got a break. And um, they finally then got, got a really notice for their song, Please, 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 um, which, which, which was inspired, believe it or not, by Little Richard. You know, Little Richard, he's, uh, he, he's like an older, old guy from way back in the day. Um, but Little Richard actually kind of wrote the words or the melody on a, on a napkin. And you hear stories like that all the time. And James Brown was determined to, to make a song using that because I guess he saw that as his opportunity to, um, to become famous uh, by give, being given something by someone as famous as Little Richard. So <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Anyway, uh, just a couple more things about him. Um, he, uh, he had some ups and downs, James Brown did, and I don't want to go into all of the dark sides of his life. But um, I will tell you a little bit because it is part of who, what made him who he is. I mean, you know that he had a tough life. I mean, he, you know, he had some, some time, spent some time in jail uh, um, for different reasons when he was younger. And also as an adult, he did some time as well. And um, he actually ended up dying, let's see, I think it was the early 2000s. I'm just looking through my notes here. Yeah, in 2006 is when he passed away. He uh, had a dentist appointment in Atlanta. And um, he was very late getting to his appointment, but because of who he was, his doctor still still saw him. And um, his, he was supposed to have an impl implant work. But during the visit, the dentist, um, upon observing James Brown, said, man, you look really bad. You don't look like yourself. You look kind of dazed. So instead of the dentist going ahead and doing the work that he was scheduled to do, he advised Brown to go see a doctor right away uh, because I guess he knew something was not right. So um, Brown took the dentist's advice and he went to the Emory Crawford Long Memorial Hospital um, the next day for medical evaluation and he was admitted uh, for observation and treatment. And then that was pretty much it. He had been struggling for a while with some kind of a cough. And since he had come back from Europe and um, people didn't think much about it. He didn't think much about it because he often performed while he was sick anyway. But he missed a few concerts and um, he remained confident that he was going to get out of the hospital and go back to work. But 
he never made it. Um, yeah, about uh, two months, about a month later. No, not yeah, no. He went in early December, um, three or four days later, I should say. I said a month later. Yeah, he went in the hospital on December 23rd. Uh, Christmas Day is when he died in 2006. He died of, uh, he was 73 years old, and he died from congestive heart failure resulting from complications of pneumonia. So that's what got him. But on a positive side, you know, I mean, we still enjoy his music today, and um, James Brown's performances were were just intense, intense. And the, the town of his, where he grew up, the, the people there have continued to uh, honor him. So in his hometown of Odessa, Georgia, because of his, you know, his, his donations of money and his civic um, involvement, the mayor um, held a ceremony to dedicate a section of a street between Broad and Twig Street. They named a street after him. They, um, they put up a life-size bronze statue of him. Uh, so the city realized what a gift they had. And, um, you know, um, I'm sure he's very pleased about that if he's looking down on them or uh, his family is very pleased about it. But we're going to do one more track in honor of James Brown, our TTT moment person. And this track is not a track by James Brown. And I, I mentioned to you the reason this is not a track by James Brown is that on the internet radio, we have some limitations as to how often we can play tracks by the same artist. So uh, that doesn't stop us from playing something else by another artist that was recorded by the artist or written by the artist. This next track was not recorded by James Brown, and um, he didn't write this song or anything like that, but there are samples of James Brown's voice. So the track is um, They Don't Want the Music. You'll recognize this song as soon as it starts playing. And in the background of this track, you'll hear James Brown's voice, that iconic voice. All right, so here we go. They Don't Want the Music by Black Eyed Peas.
this case, no piss now free Unless the rhyme was rocked by me I got the balls to bang Yeah, steady just doing my thing I'm just doing it I just do it, you know My mama said to do what you know So I'ma do what I know James Brown gave me the fluid That means a baby can do it If he's up to it, so I'm doing
James Brown. So you heard those samples in there. Yeah, where you can hear it. it sounds like James Brown singing in there. So at any rate, I hope you enjoyed the TTT moment about James Brown. And we are now at the time when we do our uh, our fun facts. <laughs> yeah, the fun facts. Hold on a second here. Wait a minute. My mouth was a little bit dry, so I was chewing some gum. I told you if I was chewing gum, you'd probably hear it, and you probably heard it. Gum was good, too. Man, wish I didn't have to throw it out. At any rate, what's the weather like where you are? Uh, here, where I'm located, which is near Wilmington, North Carolina, we are 26 degrees. Woo! That's cold, baby! But I'm looking at my uh, my weather application here on my phone. And in Middletown, where I'm heading up this week, wow, it's six degrees. Oh, my God. Oh, six degrees. Man, oh, man. Six. I'm looking at, see, sometimes I go out to Akron, Ohio, and it's six, it's seven degrees in Akron, Ohio. Wow. I know DJ Ray is listening in from NYC. What's the temperature in NYC, Renny? <laughs> it's probably got to be somewhere around six or six degrees, seven degrees, 10 degrees, maybe. Man, that is cold. Oh. At any rate, yeah, I almost didn't do the show tonight. So um, for the, thank you for those of you who did tune in. I didn't do any advertising about the show because I wasn't even sure if I was going to do the show. And at one point I was going to do a uh, recording, a pre-recording of the show, which, I've, which I usually would do if it's a holiday or something like that. And once a month I may end up having to do that because my wife uh, and I really want to learn more about shag dancing. And there's some really good instructors down in the Myrtle Beach area, and guess what? They only have classes on Monday nights. So, you know, it's a family affair. It's a relationship. So I want her to be happy. And uh, so we'll pre-do a show once a month, maybe. And uh, and then this way, my wife and I, can we can go out and have some fun on a Monday night. Okay, so um, until we get more listeners, hey, if you don't want me to do that, we need more listeners. Wow, DJ Ray say it's a it's eleven degrees in NYC. Oh man, that is that is just too cold. That's that ought to be outlawed. That should be made illegal. <laughs> Can't have it that cold. Oh man. So how about let's? I'll get you laughing. How's that? Well, not laughing, but at least get your brain thinking um, for some facts, fun facts. Now the fun the fun facts I'm going to be reading to you are actually facts from my podcast. I When I say podcast, I have another podcast that I haven't uploaded any segments yet, but I'm going to do this podcast called uh, um, Bits and Pieces. And on Bits and Pieces, I just, I just, I have a couple of different books that has interesting information in it. And I'll just sit and just read from the books, different things that just strike my fancy. Bits and pieces. Sometimes it'll be a, a whole story about a group of people. Like one, one story would be about the Donner Party, about those people who um, 
back in the 1840s, they took off and tried to go across the United States and they got stuck in the mountains. Yeah, I might talk a little bit about that, that whole process. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll do some things on survival. We'll do some things that are funny. We'll do some things on inventions. And so I have a bunch of, um, I've done some research and create, curated a lot of material. I just have to sit down and actually do the show. Might do the sh some of that while I'm traveling this week. We'll see. At any rate, I'm reading now from a book called um, Mind Blown. Uh, that's the name of the book. It's called Mind Blown. It's amazing facts about this weird, hilarious, insane world. <laughs> and the book is written by this guy by the name of Matthew Santoro. Yeah, that's right. Matthew Santoro. The name of the book is Mind Blown. So if you want to go out and pick that book up. Amazing facts about this weird, hilarious, insane world. So I just opened it to any old page and ended up on page 111. And uh, so here's some facts. He said, it says, fast facts, more powerful than you think. All right, so here we go. So this is interesting. It says, a single search on Google takes more computing power than it did to land Apollo 11 on the moon. Wow. Think about that. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to fathom. <clears throat> you go out on the web, you're searching for something using Google, right? And that act, searching for something, takes more computing power than it took to land the Apollo 11 on the moon. Man, has technology advanced, huh? Here's another one. Did you know that microwaves use more electricity to power their clocks than they do to heat up your food? <laughs> well, no, I didn't know that. So why do they put clocks on microwaves? Why not just a timer? I think the old, the first microwaves, that's all it had. It was like a, didn't even have a, like a digital clock, right? It was just a rotary dial. You set it for 10 minutes and it, when it was done, it was done. Those were energy savers. And then they started putting digital clocks and alarms and all, all kinds of stuff on that. And that actually, a, a microwave uses more electricity to power the clock than it does to heat up your food. That's unbelievable. I wonder if that's because the clock is running 24-7, 365. You know what I mean? And whereas when if you if you heat up your food, I mean, think a microwave, how, how long does it take you to heat up your food in a microwave? You know, you might put something in for five minutes, six minutes for a long dish. You know, I mean, some people can cook a whole meal, I guess, which might take a little bit longer. But most things you microwave, you know, it's under, under 10, 15 minutes, right? For sure. Wow. So they should have a feature where you could disable the, the clock, you know? Wow. So. All right. Here's another one. Did you know that the human bone, right? You know, we're made up of skin and bones. The human bone is four times as strong as concrete, which is part of the reason that humans are not appropriate prey for great white sharks. Because shark digestion is too slow to cope with the high ratio of bone to muscle and fat. Well, that's good to know, isn't it? Right? <laughs> if you get eaten by a shark, he won't be able to digest you. Oh, man. I'm not sure why that fact was in there, because that, that does not... <laughs> it's really not all that reassuring. Okay. All right, here's one more. 
Did you know that falling coconuts, oh man, I did it, falling coconuts, you know, you go to the beach, you know, or you go to some tropical climate, falling coconuts kill 15 times as many people as shark attacks do every year. Let that sink in for a second. A falling coconut or falling coconuts kill 15 times as many people as shark attacks do on a yearly basis. I, I would have never guessed, right? So if you're thinking about what to do, should I go sit underneath the coconut tree and relax or should I go for a swim in the ocean? You technically would be safer going for a swim in the ocean than sitting under a tree because you could get killed by a falling coconut. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, well, let's do one more track here and then we're gonna come back with our my sign-off track. Oh man, so uh, let's do a little, little, little Bob Marley here. All right, here we go.
Yeah, so uh, that's bringing us to the end of the show here tonight, everybody. So I hope you enjoyed the show. We've uh, only got like a minute or so left in the show. So we're going to go ahead and sign off here tonight. And uh, thank you for listening in. Don't forget, you can listen to this show anytime you want over at our podcast. So uh, check out the website. Give me a day or two and I'll get up on the website so that you can check out the uh, the TTT, podca- TTT Radio Podcast. And um, this way you can listen to the last four or five shows and you can enjoy them. And uh, let us know what you think. If you like the format of the shows, uh, please give us feedback. If, if you want more let more or less talking, just let us know. We do talk to you. Uh, we play music all day long, so we feel like we'd like to talk to you a little bit. So... If there's something you want us to talk about specifically, let us know. We'll, we'll, we're here to um, do whatever will help keep you excited and keep you listening and keep you coming back. So, um, again, thank you for listening in. And don't forget to tune in on Sunday nights from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. to Queswene La Salsa with DJ Ray. And don't forget to tune in on Wednesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. to listen to The Music Factory with DJ DNA and MX Chalk and Keith Beats. And, of course, you got yours truly here every Monday night from 7.30 to 9 o'clock. Throwing it down on the DJ Professor Lee Variety Show. All right, everybody. That's it for me. I'm DJ Professor Lee. You have yourself a good one. <laughs>